Hi, this is Alana Terry, and you are listening to Season 6 of the Unabridged Christian Fiction Audiobook Podcast. The audiobook for this season was voted on by our Patreon community at patreon.com slash Terry, where for as little as $3 a month, you can get free ebooks and audiobooks, and all the money that we raise is being donated to Liberty in North Korea and their Underground Railroad for Refugees. This season of the Unabridged Christian Fiction Audiobook Podcast is being sponsored by my newest thriller, Save Me Once, which is the story of a mother trying to bring home her lost little girl. And today, our Unabridged Christian Fiction Audiobook that we're listening to is Frost Heaves, an Alaskan refuge Christian suspense novel by me, Alana Terry, narrated by Becky Dowdy. I hope you enjoy it. Chapter 26 Mama, how long do you think we've been walking? Shush, baby, and let me think. But my legs are sore and I'm freezing. Stop whining and hush for a second. Jade paused to study the mountains. She'd been certain that as long as she kept them to her back, she'd end up at the glen. But it was twilight now and there was still no highway in sight. Listen, baby, when those bad people brought you to their cabin, how'd they get you there? What do you mean? I mean, did you walk or take a snow machine or a car or what? It wasn't a car. It was a truck. Okay, and when you were driving in the truck, before you turned to get to the cabin, where were the mountains? Were they on this side of you or were they somewhere else? Des pouted. Which mountains do you mean? The big ones, baby. Jade noted the irritation in her voice and tried to soften it. The big mountains, she repeated more gently. I want you to think. Were the mountains over here like this? Des shrugged. I don't know. Jade let out her breath. It wasn't her daughter's fault. None of this was her daughter's fault. In fact, if Jade had been more open in talking to Des about her biological father to begin with, none of this would have happened. Mama, are you mad at me? What? No, baby. Jade leaned over to give her daughter a comforting hug. Mama's just trying to figure out which way we need to get to, that's all. Des scrunched up her nose. Are we lost? Jade mulled over her next words. No, baby. I just need to get us to the highway. That's where we'll find some help. Well, how long until we get to the highway? I'm hungry. I know, baby. This is all going to be over real soon, and then we'll stop for something to eat. I think there's a lodge in Eureka. We'll get nice big bowls of hot soup. Doesn't that sound good? I want a burger, Des announced with a pout. Fine, you can get a burger and a bowl of hot soup. Will they have ice cream? Too cold for ice cream, baby. Yeah, but last night you said you'd get me ice cream. Jade had forgotten all about that. Fine, tell you what. Once we get to that lodge, we'll ask if they have ice cream, and if they do, you can have as many bowls as you can finish off. Promise? Promise. Des revived a little at the prospect of food and sweets, and she walked for a while without complaining. Hey, Mama, Des finally said as the sun made its last faint glimmer on the horizon. What, baby? 
Is anything that lady said true? Was my daddy really a pastor in Palmer? Jade could think of a thousand other topics she'd rather be discussing. Well, baby, he called himself a pastor, but he wasn't. Then what was he? How was Jade supposed to answer that? Was she supposed to tell her child that her own father was a criminal, a serial rapist and child molester? He's someone God loves, but he did a lot of bad things and hurt a lot of people, so I don't want you to worry about him none, you got that? Des seemed to consider her words. Did you love him? The question surprised her. Where did her child come up with these crazy notions? No, I didn't love him. I trusted him, but it turned out I shouldn't have. He was dangerous. Kind of like Auntie Sapphire? Right, like Auntie Sapphire. She isn't my real auntie, right? No, baby, she's nothing to you. Nothing at all. I didn't think so. They kept on walking, and Jade let out a silent prayer for help. She was doing everything in her power to stay calm and composed for her daughter's sake, but she had no idea what she'd do if the sky went black while they were still out here lost in the woods. Hey, Mama? Des finally asked. Jade sighed. What, baby? Was my daddy handsome? Jade tried hard not to laugh. Pastor Mitch handsome? I suppose some people thought he was. Did you? No, no, I didn't. But I think his daughter's the most beautiful out of all of God's creations. Des wasn't deterred by the flattery. Was he black like you or white like Auntie Sapphire? He was white, baby, but it doesn't matter, okay? God made you just the way he wanted you to be. Is that how come you didn't like him? Because he was white? Jade needed God's help to get her daughter out of the cold woods alive. But she also needed his help to keep her patience. There's lots of white men I like. Color of their skin has nothing to do with it. Your father did some bad things. Things that you don't need to know about. But God loved him. And that's all that matters, okay? Will I ever meet him, do you think? I don't think so, baby, Jade answered. I don't think so. Chapter 27 Why are we stopping, Mama? Dez's voice was muffled by the heavy mounds of snow surrounding them on all sides. Don't we have to keep walking to get to the highway? Jade had spent the past few hours doing what she could to protect her daughter from worrying, but she couldn't keep up her pretense anymore. Baby, we've got to stop. I don't think we're going to find the highway tonight, and it's already dark. So what are we going to do? I think we're going to have to snuggle up real close to stay warm and try to rest here. You mean outside? Des sounded as incredulous as if Jade had told her that her real daddy was Santa Claus. Jade tried to keep her inflection positive. Come on, it'll be fun. Remember last summer when you were begging me to take you camping? Des pouted. But it's not summer. 
No, but we'll think of it as an adventure, all right? And then when you're a little old woman, you can tell your babies and grandbabies and great-grandbabies all about the night you slept outside with your mom in the winter, and they'll think you're making it up. Des continued to pout. Well, what's the point of telling them a story like that if nobody's going to believe me? I guess you'll just have to tell them it's true whether they believe you or not. Jade squatted down with her back against a spruce tree. Its branches were wide enough that they'd kept most of the snow off the ground. She wondered if covering Des with the spruce needles would help her stay warm. It's pokey down here, Des whined. Shh, let me think for a minute. Jade situated her daughter between her legs and wrapped both arms around her. I think you better give me that sweatshirt back, she finally said. We'll tuck it around us both. Is that okay with you? Des shrugged. Fine. You're a good girl, baby. Did you know that? Des didn't respond. Jade put the sweatshirt back on, thankful that it was large enough she could zip it up with her daughter snuggled against her chest. It's a good thing you're my little skinny britches, or else you wouldn't fit. Now you're like a baby kangaroo in its mama's pouch. She waited for Des to laugh, but she was silent. You okay, baby? Des let out a melodramatic sigh. Yeah, but next time I say I want to go camping, can we please do it in the summer? Yeah, baby, we can do it in the summer. Des fell quiet again, and Jade wondered how she'd ever managed to fall asleep. Mama? Yeah, baby? I'm hungry. Jade squeezed her eyes shut. So many times in her life as a single mom, she'd felt ill-prepared, unequipped to care for a child on her own. So many times she'd had to make sacrifices, coffee in the morning or money to pay the heating bill, new winter boots for Des or gas to drive to Anchorage where groceries were cheaper. There was that time she got behind in her rent because Des caught strep throat so they were out of the daycare for a week. Jade had gone whole days eating nothing but a can of beans. But that whole time, no matter how bad things got, her daughter had never missed a meal. Help me, God, I can't do this. Jade still wasn't sure if resting here was the best idea or not. What if Des drifted off to sleep and never woke up? But Jade was exhausted, and the longer she walked around in the woods in the dark, the more likely she was to get them even more lost. No, the best thing was to stay put. Was anyone out here looking for them? She hadn't thought about Ben all night, but he must be searching for her. She prayed God would lead him to this part of the woods, wherever this part of the woods was. She held her daughter close. Mama? Yeah, baby? That guy who was holding you, he was a bad guy, right? Yeah, baby, he was a real bad guy. Is that why you had to shoot him? Jade tried not to show her surprise. What makes you think I shot anybody, baby? Because I heard the bang when I was outside running away, and I can feel the gun you've got in your pocket. Jade squeezed her daughter more tightly. You're a smart girl. Has anyone ever told you that before? 
You had to do it, right, Mama? Because he was such a bad guy? Jade decided she couldn't avoid her daughter's questions anymore. Yeah, baby, Mama had to do it. They sat in silence, a silence that reminded Jade of everything she'd done at that cabin, everything she'd risked to save this precious little girl, a little girl who might freeze to death overnight, zipped up in this oversized sweatshirt. Hey, Mama. What, baby? Is God going to be mad at you? For what? For shooting that bad guy? No, I mean about the demons. At first, Jay didn't know what her daughter was talking about. Then she let out her breath. Oh, baby, that was just a whole bunch of nonsense. That woman was crazy. I don't want you to think about a single word she said, okay? Yeah, but did you really have demons making you do bad things? No, silly, of course not. Are demons real, then? Jade would have loved to talk about nearly anything else, but she knew Des was stubborn enough she would just keep on asking until she got her answer. Yeah, baby, there's demons. But the Bible says God's stronger than all of them, so it's not something you need to spend a lot of time worrying about. Do you think demons make me do any of the bad things I do? Jade was surprised. What kind of bad things are you talking about? Des lowered her voice and leaned into her mom. Well, once at daycare, I told one of the coal twins she was stupid. I know it's a bad word, Mama, and I felt really sorry for it afterward, and even gave her my Twinkie at snack time. I don't even know why I said it. We were just playing together is all, and I wasn't even mad. But I looked at her and said that. Think it was a demon in me making me say such a bad word? No, baby. Demons can't live in people that way, not people who belong to the Lord. Do we belong to the Lord? Of course we do. Remember when you were down in Sunday school with Mrs. Spencer and you asked Jesus to forgive all your sins and teach you how to live a good life? Uh-huh. Well, that means you're a Christian, baby, and demons can't live in Christians. So I want you to get all that nonsense out of your mind. It was just crazy talk from a crazy woman. Do you think Auntie Sapphire has demons, Mama? Is that why she did all those bad things to us? I don't know, baby. I don't know. Now, I want you to try to get a little rest, okay? Give Mama a chance to think and figure out what we're going to do next. Des turned and nestled against Jade's chest. Her body relaxed and her breathing slowed down. Hey, Mama, she said sleepily. What, baby? Do you think God really talks to people in dreams like Auntie Sapphire said? I'm sure he does, but I want you to stop thinking about that woman now. You got that? Okay, but I was just wondering, what if we pray and ask God to give us a dream to tell us how to get out of the woods? You go ahead and pray that, baby. Mama's too tired. But if I pray it, do you think he'll answer? You go ahead and pray, and I'll listen in, okay? Jade shut her eyes and listened to her daughter's confident prayers. Her five-year-old trusted God to give her a dream to lead them out of the woods. 
but all Jade hoped was to stay warm enough that they'd both be alive when morning rolled around. Thanks again for listening to the Unabridged Christian Fiction Audiobook Podcast. You've been listening to Frost Heaves by me, Alana Terry, narrated by Becky Dowdy. Today's episode is sponsored by my newest Christian thriller, Save Me Once, about a mother's courageous attempts to do everything in her power to rescue her daughter from a life on the streets. Again, that is Save Me Once by Alana Terry. And I hope you join us again soon for our next installment of the Unabridged Christian Fiction Audiobook Podcast.